Hey guys, it's Allison. I am so glad you're here with me. I want to tell you that this podcast, From Weeds to Wildflowers, it's all about resilience. So then it's pretty much about life. And if you've ever experienced life, then this podcast could possibly be for you. I want to put a disclaimer out there first. I am not a therapist. I'm not here to give you advice or to tell you what to do. What I am though is human. Yep, same as you. A human being that has an immense desire to want to help people discover ways to heal. There is so much suffering in this world, some of which stems from outside influences, but most of our suffering comes from within, from our own devices. And that is what worries me the most. I too have suffered, and yes, some of which came by means of my own hands. I would love for you to join me and walk alongside me as we navigate this wonderful, beautiful, sometimes frightening thing we call life. Let's find out what we're made of, and perhaps we can find ways we can do it better. Help me to unearth skills to dig deep in search of proverbial water that heals. Let's learn how to bloom wherever we find ourselves, not just where we're planted, and uncover the source of our own innate personal happiness. Come on now, let's do this together. Hey guys, I'm so excited for this week's episode. This topic for me is just that, total excitement. So I want to start by asking you a question. Have you ever walked into a room and seen someone and automatically felt their energy and then been like, you know what, I will have whatever they're having. I know that I have. And you know what? I myself have been that person too. That person that everyone wants what I'm having. That person that is high on life, that's living my best life. And you know what? I feel like that most of the time. Sure, there are times that I have down days. Okay, maybe not whole days, but down moments. You know what, though? The bad times, they don't last. And neither do the good times. I said this to someone lately, and they told me that that was a depressing thought. How come? Why is that depressing to think about? It's not like I say to myself when times are good, Oh, Allison, you know, this isn't going to last. So instead of enjoying the good time, maybe you ought to get ready for something worse to come your way. Hell no. No way. Ride the good wave while it lasts. But when your chips seem to be down, know that this won't last either. And guess what? You also have a choice. At any moment in time, you have a choice. You get to choose. You get to choose how you'll react. Or even better, you get to choose how you'll act. At any given moment, what lens will you look through? This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about changing your vibration, moving your energy. It's just like changing your lens. Change your lens, change your perception. Well, move your energy, 
and change your vibration. So somebody might say, what has this got to do with resilience? Well, I'll tell you this. First and foremost, if you raise your vibration, your resiliency factor definitely raises as well. So let's get to it. Okay, let's talk about ways to move energy, aka raise your vibration. Well, there are three ways that we move energy. Number one, we move energy by moving our body. Number two, we move energy by moving our voice. And three, we can move energy by moving our breath. So let's talk about each one of these individually. Number one, moving your body. Now this can be a myriad of things. And I'll only touch on a couple. Probably just mainly touching on the ones that are first and foremost in my life. And I'll save my favorite one for last. But one of the ways to move my body or move your body is by exercise. So I have done this all of my life. Whether it was swimming, biking, running, hiking, walking, yoga. It doesn't matter. There is no way that you can move your body and not feel energy move or not feel a change in your vibration. I remember when I used to run marathons. I will tell you, it made me nervous. The day of the race, I was nervous. At the start gate, ugh, yeah. To think of running that far, I was afraid of not making it to the end. But you know what? After I began, actually began the race, All of that changed. I want to tell you my favorite part of marathons, though. My favorite part was how I made it to the end. And I don't mean just by running. I'm not talking about that. I did run to make it to the end. But the best part was that I would run the entire 26.2 miles running from person to person. Well, at least those that didn't have both of their ears occupied with AirPods or something similar. And I would start up a conversation. I'd run up to the person, man, woman, it didn't matter, and just start up a conversation. I'd say, hi, my name's Allison. What's yours? And it would proceed from there. I generally ask where they were from, how long they'd been running, why they ran, And things could go from zero to 60 from there, or they might even end there. But it was so stinking fun. I cannot tell you how many times at the end of a marathon, how many of those people would come up to me, actually seek me out. And let me tell you, there were a lot of people that ran marathons. So they would seek me out to thank me. They would thank me for the time I'd spent with them, distracting them from the run, from the race, and telling me that had it not been for me, they would have quit. And that our conversation 
had given them something, a whatever, to keep going. Well, let me let you in on a little secret. That was not the reason that I had talked to people. I wasn't necessarily talking to people to help them. I talked to people for my own benefit. One, because I love making connections with people. But even more importantly, too, I believe, because it actually helped me to forget about the fact that I was running 26.2 miles. It made the miles roll by. And it made the run a lot of fun. So, one of the other ways that I love moving my body is dancing. I realize that may not be your thing, but hear me out. Have you ever put on your favorite song and you can't help but move with it or move to it? Maybe it's just a little toe tap here and there. Well, maybe it's a shoulder roll. Maybe you even get to the point where you get up and can't help but sway back and forth. But for me, I flat out dance like no one is watching. And it's probably a good thing that no one is. (laughs) I cannot say that I was blessed with the best of dancing abilities, not like my mom and my dad and two of my sisters. I cannot say I'm the best dancer. But when the groove hits me, it doesn't matter. But I can't help but shake what my mama gave me. And shake it with passion, I do. I love a good dance tune. I recall when I was in Malibu last summer for a retreat I was on. Oh my gosh, just in the remembering, it has me moving and wanting to sing that song. I was rooming in this quaint little... Airbnb right off the coast of Malibu with four other women, four women that I had never met, that we had really only ever exchanged emails up to this point in time where we met in the airport in LA. And I have to tell you though, once we did meet, it was as if we'd been friends for like forever. As a matter of fact, I just FaceTimed with one of them today. Anyway, we were rooming together for the next four nights. I recall that one of those nights, four of us were in a mood or a mode of moving energy, and we started dancing. Then before long, we made a TikTok video to Lizzo's About Damn Time. Oh my hell, we had so much fun, and we could not quit laughing. Talk about moving energy and raising our vibration. Absolutely. I also remember... When I had a cute little Mini Cooper. So in the summer, I used to drive with the sunroof back and the windows down, which I might add was practically like having a convertible, but even better than having a convertible because I didn't have to have the convertible. And I would blast Party in the USA, I know, Miley Cyrus, as I drove down the road, singing like there was no manana and dancing and pounding my fists on the dashboard. Which, I might add, is a good segue into the next bullet point in moving energy. And we do that by, number two, moving your voice. Now, this can be a few things, I guess. So, for instance, you know when Serena Williams plays tennis, how she makes grunting noises as she makes contact with the ball? 
You don't think she knows what she's doing? She is definitely moving energy. Or perhaps if you go to a gym, there are usually some people when they lift who vociferate. And yes, that is a word, by the way. (laughs) I'm not quite sure what else to call it. Maybe they make guttural or moaning noises when they push through their exercise. Even talking works to a point. But the best way that I believe there is for me to move my voice is to sing. I love to sing. And sometimes I love to sing at the top of my lungs. Often in the car, but yes, even sometimes, even in the shower. Currently, my favorite song to sing at the top of my lungs is called Jericho. And this version is by Aniko. And it's not even a full song. It's more of a, like a verse. You know how it works there on TikTok. But there is a version that is absolutely on fire with me. I'll try and put that version in the show notes if I'm able to. So anyway, singing. I love it. I used to sing in high school. And to be honest, I have loved it ever since. Try it out. And I don't care if you don't consider yourself a good singer or not. Let it out. Let it loose. Let it go and sing, baby. Just sing. You know what? See how it makes you feel. It definitely moves energy and absolutely raises my vibration. I can't help but be on fire after listening to and singing my favorite music, which then brings me to the third way we move energy and raise our vibration. That is by breath. So number three is move your breath. Maybe this will come as a surprise, but most of us breathe incorrectly for one reason or another. Now, I'm not going to go into that here. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But I will say that breath is one of the most powerful ways to move energy. This can be done a few different ways. So you can move breath when you exercise, for one, especially if you are doing like yoga or Tai Chi. So yoga takes movements along with breath and gently moves energy. Like I said, Tai Chi is much the same, linking movement and breath. Using the breath to aid in focus as well as aid the movement. Many styles of exercise, especially lately, have begun consciously incorporating breath into their workouts, which I think is great. I know that I did a hell of a lot of breathing when I ran marathons and did triathlons, but if I'm totally honest here, I did not necessarily do it consciously. More often than not, I just let it happen and didn't take much thought to the way I was breathing or the best way to breathe. Needless to say, I'm still alive, so I must not have done anything too terribly detrimental, but I probably could have bettered my performance or increased my endurance. Or (laughs) I might have worked smarter rather than harder had I put more thought into the breath rather than just thought into the movement. Another way to move breath is through what is called breath work. 
breathwork is a beautiful and powerful way to move energy and to raise our vibration. I'm sure that you might have heard that word passed around here or there as of late. I know this word seems like it is a new hot topic or the new go word, but breathwork has actually been around for thousands of years. It just seems new in our culture today. Other cultures, even ancient cultures, have used the concept of breath and the power of breath to do a myriad of things. Breath has been used to help focus, to help heal, to see visions, to increase energy and stamina. It's been used for spiritual awakenings. It's been used to reduce stress, to lower blood pressure, increase lung capacity, to relax, to help regulate our nervous system, to reduce insomnia, release old toxins, emotional blockages, and trauma, while also bringing in new energy. And that's just to name a few. But I know this not only from articles and books that I've read, as well as a course I took on breathwork to become a breathwork facilitator, but I have also experienced it and embodied it myself. So up until last summer, I had no idea what breathwork was. After my first session, I walked away from that session thinking, okay, what in the hell just happened to me? I mean, I started that session going, what's going on? And not really wanting to do it to going, okay, Allison, just let go and let it work for you. But I will tell you this, I walked away from there having sobbed my way through half of it. And it changed me in a way that I had no idea was even possible. And it did so just with the breath. I didn't need any special equipment. Nope, not any cool shoes, shorts, not a hat or a helmet, no goggles or fins, just my own breath. So amazing. So stinking amazing. I mean, who knew? Well, okay, I'm sure that lots of someones knew and have known for hundreds and thousands of years, but not one of them had ever told me. So yeah, there you go. I was so moved by this that I took a course to become a breathwork facilitator myself. So move your breath. So in this ever-changing, fast-paced world that we all find ourselves, a world full of fast food, fast everything, all the noise, not just that, but also sickness, stress, strain, suffering, along with confusion and busyness, along with negative vibes. Who couldn't use a change? Who couldn't use to move some of that negative energy that is being fed to us on a daily basis? Who couldn't use to raise your vibration a notch or two, no matter where you started? You know, I want to leave you with another quick story from my trip to Malibu. Another example of the movement of energy, and the raising of our vibration. 
and what happens when you do. So, like I said before, I was in Malibu for this retreat. This retreat was for a three-month course that I was taking called Abundant Ever After. And it was being put on by the course host, Kathy Heller. I decided that I'd wanted to go. And this is where I got hooked up with those four women who will forever be lifelong friends of mine. Anyway, this was a three-day event. And we had been having the best of times. Like seriously, having a great time with my bunkmates. But also the retreat itself was amazing. It was a total energy upgrade. We were all on this proverbial high, this cloud nine. We could not have been in a more motivated, more empowered, more full of love and energy and verve type of place. We had put in the time and the energy to be living our fullest and best alignment with who we truly were at that time. And it felt so good and so right, like literally walking on that cloud nine. So we get to the last day of this retreat and the last day started later than the other two. So we had a little extra time in the morning and we had decided that on our way to the location of the retreat, we were going to stop for coffee and not just at some, you know, Starbucks. But we specifically wanted to stop at a mom and pop local shop just because. So we stop at this little coffee shop and all five of us go inside. We were the only customers in the shop at this point in time. But there were three men that worked there, all of different ages, working the counter. So we walk in and we were immediately greeted by the proprietor. Now, I don't recall what he said or what our reply was, but I do recall that all three of the guys were like, holy cow, are you guys high on something? We all laughed and laughed so hard and stated that, yes, we were. We were all high on life. They asked us what was up and we talked with them for a few moments telling them of this amazing retreat we had been going to for the last couple of days. We were all making connections and conversation and getting coffee when other customers walked into the shop as well. All five of us greeted them, as well as the guys behind the counter, and two of the ladies were like, um, hey, we'll have whatever they are having and take an extra bottle of it home with us, okay? We started to laugh. One of the ladies was like, you guys must all be longtime friends and live here, right? We told her that we had only met for the first time two days ago, but yes, that we would be lifelong friends. That lady was so touched that she got emotional and mentioned that she was so excited now that she was moving back to Malibu from Australia in the next couple of weeks. She also asked, if we would be here when she got back. We stated that sadly we wouldn't, but that all of us were from all over the United States. Like literally so. I was at that point in time living in Salt Lake, and Sarah was from Alaska, Liz was from North Carolina, Julia from Ohio, and Amy was from Florida. She was so sad that we wouldn't be there upon her return, as it would be her birthday in two weeks. So, 
I proceeded to say, well then, we should sing happy birthday to you now. So just like we were a chorus, we all, all of us, everybody in the shop, including the proprietor and his other two workers, sang happy birthday to her. And by the time the song was over, she was full on crying. She gave us all hugs as well as everybody else in the shop. We were all sharing hugs. We paid for our coffee. We left and we left with a total skip in our step. We were as high as we could be. We carried that vibe with us through the entire day. And as a matter of fact, when we got to the retreat, everyone was asking us what in the world was going on. We were simply glowing. It really was such an amazing time. And I have to say, it's not like it's a one-time event, at least not in my life. It happens often. People can feel your vibration. They can feel your energy, good or bad. But I promise you, as you raise your vibration, you will feel differently. And you know what? So will those you come in contact with. Because they can't help but be changed by your positive vibration. Because it's positively contagious. So then, I offer you a challenge. I would love for you over the next week, I challenge you through one of these methods or a combination of a couple of them or all three to make a change, to move your energy and raise your vibration and then see what happens. See what happens to you as well as to the people you come in contact with. And not just that, but notice how even the environment seems to change. And if you'd like, I would love for you to share your experience with me. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, any of these, and DM me. Let me know what you felt or experienced as you raised your vibration. Well then, until next time, have a an amazing day.